Welcome to the Patient Flow Podcast, powered by Teletracking. On today's episode of the Patient Flow Podcast, we meet Bill Griffith, Vice President of Performance Improvement for Teletracking. Bill, a longtime operations expert, spent much of his career in manufacturing and shares the parallels he sees between manufacturing and healthcare. Let's listen in. So one of the challenges from a manufacturing standpoint is that we had to be extremely nimble and make changes real time or on the fly. So it allowed the organization to respond to customer requests, um, any deficiencies or any challenges in the market, literally the same day or next day versus a long strategic roadmap. And we were always very customer focused. So it allowed us to constantly be evaluating our products, our services, and what we did in order to uh, make sure that what we do is the right thing for the customer real time, 24 hours a day. Bill, you brought that experience and had tremendous success at Ascension, Health First, and Jackson. Could you talk about the initial assessments that you did when you went into those health systems and then what your approach was to solving the challenges that you found? One of the things I always do, the first thing, and what I do also today when I work with our clients to optimize them, is spend some time just kind of walking the floors, what we call doing a Gemba walk from a lean perspective and understanding the differences at each client site. Every client's gonna be a little bit different, every site's different, um, every leadership team's different. So try and understand what's happening at that site and what their obstacles are, whether it be layout, be the uh, makeup of the facility, square footage, and then working with them specifically on what the opportunities are. So we always put together kind of a hit list of things to address and then work with the executive team to uh, kind of prioritize those, put some values behind them, and then move forward with making those changes. Bill, you had mentioned lean, and typically you know, when you think of lean methodologies, you think of manufacturing. Mm-hmm. It's been amazing to see what lean has been able to do in healthcare operations now. Could you talk about what it means to <clears throat> implement lean methodology And how do you get people on board? Uh, This seems like that would be something that would be very different for people in the healthcare space to be engaging with. So lean is all about um, focusing on the customer and putting the customer first in those decisions. So when I'm working with executives, what we do is to coach and think about the customer first, the associates second, and the financials third. And as long as we're putting the customer first in those varieties, we should make the right decision for the entire organization. So in working with organizations to put lean in motion, the biggest challenge we see is that the ideas that we are looking for typically come from our frontline associates. So it's the frontline transporters, the EBS associate who's cleaning rooms, it's the frontline nurse who's taking care of seven patients on a med-surge floor, and how can we improve their workflow? So one of the keys that we usually work on is doing some type of morning huddle to get the entire team together to talk about how we make processes better what issues are they having and how can we make things better on a daily basis instead of waiting for a monthly report to come out from an executive standpoint. Bill, you talk about how the frontline people are a valuable source of information uh, when adopting lean strategies. How do you get leadership to get on board? What we typically do is, especially when I'm working with senior executives, is I will do what we call Gember Walks. So I will take the CEO, COO, and we go walk on the floors and I will purposely ask frontline associates questions in front of our executives, and then they start getting ideas and feedback from those associates. And also, when I do my coaching one-on-ones with those executives, we always talk about kind of what keeps them up at night. 
So if you're a CEO, what is what keeps you up at night? What are you worried about? And then helping them connect the dots with whatever that concern is, how can they as a senior executive address those? They can't do everything. They've got a hospital of three, 4,000 associates. So to help them leverage that team to make those decisions and help improve the workflow so the CEO is not worried about whatever that big thing is that's bugging him or her every night. It seems like a way to really help improve communication and build trust between the different levels of the organization. Absolutely. And that's one of the benefits when you look at our application teletracking is it breaks down those communication barriers between the ED, the inpatient, the EVS team, transport team, bed placement team. So one of the big focuses that we talk about is that communication opportunity that we can address with our application. Bill, could you share a specific example of what it was like to work side by side with different levels of staff and the type of training that you did to engage other employees? One of the things I really enjoy is actually working with our frontline team. So I've you know, pushed patients to transport, I've cleaned rooms with housekeeping, I've sat in bed placement, then bed placement, uh, taking transfer center calls. So one great example down in Jackson was I was working with the transport team and there was a series of doors in an older part of the hospital where they didn't have the automatic door openers. So as you push in front of a door, it should open for the transporter. Uh, these were older doors and they had to badge into the doors and it was just an extra step or extra process. So we worked with plan ops and our finance team to get them approved to install those automatic openers so it, the transporter didn't have to worry about swiping in. Sometimes the badges didn't work, etc. So instead of having to worry about getting the door open, they could focus on taking care of the patient, which is on the stretcher, which also turned into a safety issue. So if the door accidentally closes on them or hits the gurney, then we could you know, injure our patient. So you wouldn't know those types of things unless you were actually with them pushing the stretcher and realizing, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense. Why can't we just do this automatically? Yeah, so they were averaging 1,500 trips per day. So if you're talking even five seconds per trip times 1,500 trips, that's a lot of time and a lot of extra effort that they don't need to waste. When you look with housekeeping, one of the big things that I look for is standardization of supplies and chemicals and materials they have in the carts. So when we're at Health First, we first looked at all their carts and they were not standardized. Every cart was a little bit different. So we worked with Sedexa, one of our partners, to buy all new carts and standardize them so that every cart had the same chemicals, same materials, same mops, same everything, so that when they were cleaning a room, they had the supplies they needed on every cart instead of having to go back to supply rooms. It's simple, but it really helped the associate do their job effectively. Bill, you've had, like I said before, you've had success <clears throat> at Ascension, Health First, and Jackson. What are some of the projects or accomplishments that you're the most proud of and why? When you look at what we've done in those three health systems, I think the biggest opportunity is eliminating the time the patients were waiting in the ED for the care they needed, wherever it was throughout the house. So in every scenario, when I started those organizations, we had long wait times in the ED, anywhere from 12 to 20 hours of wait time. And by the time we got done implementing lean, teletracking with patient flow, building the governance models, and having a focus around patient flow, we eliminated all those hold times in those facilities. So, you know, I got into healthcare because of a bad experience in the emergency department. So I always have a strong leverage towards helping fix those ED environments because I know what I went through many years ago and I don't want to see people go through that process. I want them to get taken care of, get home and get back to their loved ones, their family, their dog, whatever it may be. 
And if we can do that, that's part of our mission here at Teletracking, is making sure that nobody has to wait for the care they need. Bill, we're excited to have you here at Teletracking. Uh, the role that you're in is, is a new one here. Could you talk about some of the strategic objectives in this new role? Absolutely. So it really breaks down in a couple buckets. One is working with clients and optimizing them. We have a list of clients that have you know, raised uh, interest in being better at what they're doing. They need help. They need some guidance. Uh, so I have been working with several clients to well, kind of do an assessment or review of the current process and give them kind of a roadmap of how to get from wherever they're at today to where they want to be in the future state. So whether it be length of stay, cost reduction, discharge, um, EVS or transport optimization, uh, whatever they are looking for, we're providing that assistance for them. Uh, we're also working on building a more advanced analytics platform that will include a lot more regression and statistical analysis and more robust tools to help the executives drive outcomes, not only from the senior level, but down to the frontline level. So as a frontline nurse manager, you'll be able to get alerts and notifications on a mobile device in a future state. They're not sitting in their office all day long, and they can't just look at an email, look at a report. They need to have access to mobile information. So our team here is working very hard on the analytics side and also advancing our mobile application. And you'll actually see some of those mobile tools at teleconference next week. So it's the beginning, they're not finalized, there's still lots of work we're doing on them, but it's kind of a glimpse into what we're working towards in a future state. Thank you for listening to the Patient Flow Podcast powered by Teletracking. We take pride in bringing you insightful conversations with the leading experts in patient flow, as well as tips on industry best practices to help ensure patients get the right care in the right place at the right time.